Good morning and welcome to Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. This is Father Stosh Daly and I'm joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And as we enter into this first Friday of this month of October dedicated to the Most Holy Rosary, I invite you to please join us as we pray the daily offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Chuck and Joanne, as we enter into this first Friday hour on October, we have a lot to discuss Good today. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Father. We, we yes, do. We, we have do. a lot on the docket, you know, <laughs> not the least of which is looking ahead just uh, basically a week from today, a week from tomorrow, actually, uh, we have the sixth annual Congress of the Sacred Heart being held at Christ the King Church here in Columbus, Ohio. And while we'll be spending most of this hour in preparation for the Congress, we do have uh, some other things we'd like to discuss with you, not the least of which is um, we'd like to invite those who are listening, should you have any questions about the reality or the devotion to the Sacred Heart or the enthronement of the Sacred Heart in your home, we'd like to invite you to give a call in. Yeah, and just call 614-459-4820. 614-459-4820. We have Scott Williamson this morning. And again, if any, if you need to answer any of the questions or any information, or if you're open to sign up for an enthronement, Scott's he here this morning. He would love to, to talk to you. Just <laughs> give him a call. Don't let him sit there just in, you know, waiting. <laughs> We have so much on the plate. Uh, we are going to be joined this hour by two special guests, um, Sister Joseph Andrews from uh, Sister Joseph Andrew, that is from the Dominican Sisters of Mary Mother Eucharist from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and then we'll also be joined by Father John Paul Mary of Divine Mercy from EWTN down in Birmingham, Alabama. These two speakers joining us for this hour will be each giving uh, keynote addresses at the Congress of the Sacred Heart. And uh, I cannot encourage you, our listeners, oh, enough be to pay attention one. to what Sister and Father John Paul have to say you this hour, be tuned and especially in. You, next week. <laughs> you don't want to miss a moment this morning. <laughs> Very true. And <laughs> Sister will be about 8.15, and Father will be about 8.40. So um, this program is going to be jumping this morning. And you know, as we enter into the month of October, and we're celebrating and entering into the mysteries of our Lord's life through the Holy Rosary, we have to highlight that this uh, month of October celebrates the 100th anniversary of the final apparition of Our Lady in Fatima. A hundred years, Father. And we're still listening. And she- <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> or not. Always, yeah, exactly. We're still struggling to make sure that we are the children that she oh, comes to collect. Oh, we're so wayward, and she never loses patience. She Very gently com- you know, continues to call us to prayer, and um, this is really a, a special time to be alive, to be celebrating this anniversary. I really look forward to it. And the timing of everything is really beautiful. Chuck, why don't you highlight what's going on on the 13th, which is a week from today, uh, and mm-hmm. what are, so the big celebration is in celebration of that 100th anniversary of the last apparition and how it kind of flows into the next day. It does. And Father, as we put this 
Congress together for this year, we really looked at the 100th anniversary of Fatima. And as we go into enthrone homes, what we do is bring the image, a 32-inch image of Our Lady of Fatima. Beautiful statue. And uh, leave it with those that are preparing for their enthronement for a week. And I think, Father, we have about 150 of those statues out in this community. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. But on Friday night, it's going to be special, 7 p.m. at St. Catherine's Church. There will be a Mass and then a procession to Christ the King. And as we know, October 13th is the anniversary Mm -hmm. of Fatima. And we thought this would be a great way to tie in the Congress the next day, starting on the 13th and then going into the Congress. And what we'll be doing at the Congress, we have such a wonderful program, and I'll just touch on a couple, maybe Joanne and Father, you can too, is we're going to be starting the Congress around 7 for registration. And, you know, if you have registered on sacredheartcolumbus.org, great. If you haven't, um, there's no cost. We just have a free will good offering at the um, Congress. But go ahead and register. That helps us with the numbers. Or if not, as Joanne says, just come. Just, just come. Just <laughs> show it helps up. us to know how much coffee and, you know, refreshment to offer. But uh, And it gets us excited. Carl keeps giving us an update on the number of registrations, one of our faithful missionaries. But, you know, please do register. But do not let that keep you from attending. And also, um, children are more than welcome, who, you know, would be appropriate. But it's really great for young people to also hear the message and participate in the day. And you'll find that the speakers this year are able to speak to every age group, especially Sister Joseph Andrew, coming from a community sisters who specialize in teaching and in instructing and informing souls, minds and hearts of little ones. And uh, as you'll hear in a few moments when Sister's interview begins, um, Sister just has a beautiful gift of being able to communicate and to communicate Christ's love. And Father John Paul Mary, uh, being a classmate of mine from seminary, I can speak Isn't that he has, that he has a, a beautiful uh, childlike youthfulness uh-huh. uh, to his love for the Lord and the Blessed Virgin Mother. Oh, we are blessed to have these speakers. And so as we start the schedule, we'll have registration at 730. Chuck, what about commenting on the Latino we are so excited to be offering our manuals and all that in the Spanish and also to have some of our missionaries there to greet, uh, you know, our, you know, people from the Latino community. So don't let that language barrier keep you away either. No, I would agree. I would agree. And one of the things with Latino community is that we are going to have it the uh, exposition at seven thirty, eight o'clock. We're going to have the Fatima Rosary with the sisters from the Missionary Servants of the Word, who are from Mexico, aren't they, Father? They are, and they have a mm-hmm. convent at Christ the King Church, and they work with Father Shock in uh, creating Bible studies and working through evangelization and missionary outreach. So that's a great extension to the Latino community. And then we're going to have, as we go forward, the wonderful talks. Father Shock will be giving an opening prayer and a. And he is the pastor of Christ the King. And then we're going to go into Sister, and then we're going to have some testimonies. Some, and, but the good news is confessions, Father. 
Yes, confessions will be offered uh, from 7 a.m. all the way up until noon. So there'll be a priest or multiple priests available to make sure that those who desire to participate in the sacrament of confession will have that opportunity. And it's really, Mm -hmm. it's the perfect time because Mm -hmm. as we celebrate the reality of Our Lady's apparition in Fatima and her call for penance and repentance and to return to the Lord, uh, while the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament is exposed for adoration and we have the prayers being offered and the inspirational talks being given, the confessions will be ongoing. You know, Joanne mentioned the Latino community, and we do have three missionary teams. It's amazing how many enthronements they are witnessing and how excited they are. And as we know out there, one of the challenges we have uh, with our, within our Latino community is other faith traditions are really taking them away from the Catholic Church. Sure, yeah. And this this event is really a Christ the King. So hopefully when you show, you're not just showing for yourself, but to support that whole community that's there. And as we go further into the day with, with Father's talk around uh, 1050, Father John Paul Mary, and then we'll come to Mass with Father Shock will be the Mass celebrant, and uh, Father Daly will... Uh, give the third talk at his homily, uh, Sacred Heart for Today. And we love hearing our own father. He's <laughs> you never can hear enough of you, Father. I can. <laughs> but, but father, you always yeah, have father, something really worthwhile to share. Talk a little bit about the significance of this Congress, because this was something that you really thought was mm-hmm. important. Sure. As we started this ministry. Yeah, about, oh my goodness, about eight years ago, yeah. six, seven, eight seven years ago. Seven years ago. Um, yep. You know, the Lord just brought all of us together, and while the effort was to restore the Lord Jesus Christ to the center of the Christian home, uh, to bring our Lord Jesus Christ through a sacred heart into the lives of the disciples uh, in this part of the state, um, the idea was to have a yearly event where those who really love the Lord Jesus Christ and those who have brought a sacred heart into their home would have a time to come together to learn more, go deeper, and to be mm-hmm. uh, renewed in their commitment, in their uh, in their desire to remain consecrated to the Lord Jesus. So that's where the idea, really the inspiration came from for the Congress of the Sacred Heart. And over the years, we've had... Um, We've moved from one parish to another, everywhere from St. Andrews, St. Joan of Arc, St. Catharines. This year, of course, uh, we are, we're going to be at Christ the King. We've been at St. Matthew, the Apostle, and Gehanna. And uh, in all of these parishes, it's primarily an opportunity to give witness to the power of the Lord's sacred heart in the Christian home, but also to bring those who are interested in learning more together. Every year we've had beautiful, very gifted, very talented speakers come from literally all over the country to present on some dimension of our Lord's love for humanity, the role of Our Lady in responding to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, the need for sanctification and conversion. And every year we've just had one gifted speaker after another. And uh, the focus of the Congress is not about who is sitting on your right or left, you know, who's sitting in the pews around you. The focus of the Congress is, uh, you know, who you are before, the Lord in the Eucharist, the Lord in the Sacred Heart. I love you saying that. That is a you know, very profound little sentence to really meditate on. You know, when it comes to the conferences or the Congress, a lot of times our own attendance is dependent upon who's going. Right. Or going with. Who's going to be there, you know, and who am I going to sit with? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, who am I going to travel with? And the Congress of the Sacred Heart, like the conferences we have here, 
they're wildly successful because the Lord is at the center of exactly, them. Exactly, Father. Not the popularity, not the people that are sitting around yeah. us. And, you know, if you're concerned about, well, I don't know if I can really go on my own. Well, then take your neighbor, take yeah. your friend, yeah. take your fellow parishioner. Make a new Bring friend. them all. <laughs> um, and what's so beautiful about yeah. the Congress is when you're there, you meet other people who love the Lord. And you start to realize that this is not a solitary walk through life. It's a communal effort of journeying towards complete you know, union with everyone Jesus. Everyone really, it's appropriate for everyone to come. In, in the past, some people have said, well, I've already made my enthronement. And oh, then particularly come to stir it up again, to, to really renew, renew that. Exactly. To renew that consecration. So Very at this so. point, Father, um, maybe we should... Um, Bring Listen. Sister Joseph Andrew on board. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that boy. wonderful interview you had with her yesterday. Oh. Sister Joseph Andrew is one of the four founderses of the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, and we were joined by her earlier. And we invited Sister to come on air with us and to highlight a little bit about her talk, the significance of uh, the Congress of the Sacred Heart, why she's excited to come down from that state up north to join us. And you will be uh, excited, too, when you hear. And as you hear uh, Sister Joseph Andrew join us, I just invite you to take that as a foretaste of her excitement that she'll be sharing with us at the Congress next Saturday. Right now, we are privileged to be joined by Sister Joseph Andrew from the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, headquartered in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Sister, are you there? I am here, Father Stosh. Well, Thank welcome you. to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, Sister. We're looking forward to hosting you here in Columbus at our 6th Annual Sacred Heart Congress coming up on October 14th at Christ the King Church. Sister, you're coming all the way down to you know the land down under from the state up above, Michigan, <laughs> and you're going to be with us to uh, celebrate not only the reality of our Lord's love through the Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ, but also on that special day, to guide us into meditation on Our Lady of Fatima. What are some of the thoughts you're going to be sharing with the people at the Congress of the Sacred Heart? You know, Father Stasha, I was raised, my family raised us to love, out of all the apparitions, the Marian apparitions, Our Lady of Fatima is my number one. So I consider it a great gift that I will be able to be sharing with all these wonderful people some reflections on Our Lady of Fatima on this 100th anniversary. And actually, after praying about it quite a bit, even praying in Fatima when I was supposed to be able to go this uh, several months ago now, um, I decided to talk about the children because I think the children lead the way, and that's very scriptural. And I just love those three children that Mary, out of all the children on the face of the earth at that particular point in time, chose these three little shepherds and shepherdesses. And I love them. I love uh, how each one had a different personality and temperament, responded in their own honest way before God and the Blessed Mother, and how God used that gift of themselves in these, in these little children, each one differently. Exactly. And what's beautiful is for those who will be coming to the Sacred Heart Congress, who could possibly resist that Southern twang, which oh, is going to be leading us into Jesus' love and his heart, but also meditating upon the significance of those three little children and uh, how they respond to the heart. I mean, who could not... Uh, deny a little one that wants to crawl up into one's lap and just hug and embrace and be close to the heart. And you're going to be guiding us. Now, what's the talk? Or what's the title of your talk that you're going to be giving well, to the us? the title of my talk is scriptural, unless you become as little children. And, of course, your sisters have an incredible love and fondness for children as instructors and teachers. Yeah. So I'm sure you have much to share with regard to your own classroom experience about how children <laughs> respond to the heart. 
that's that is for sure you know we always say to the sisters as as they enter and go through the formation program in our community and receive uh, their their degrees to teach you know grab the heart first and I think that too is um, it's good psychology it's good spirituality if we don't let them love us and love God in us and the Blessed Mother in us, then we're just asking them to pare it back, so to speak, you know, knowledge. And the reality is, especially when it comes to the faith, we have to, yes, we have to know it, but we will open our hearts wider and wider to the truth the more that we find ourselves falling in love with Christ. And as you said, Father Stosh, so beautifully, who isn't in love with that sacred heart and who isn't in love with that immaculate heart? And how perfect that it was Our Lady of Fatima who really stressed her apparition as the gift of the immaculate heart. And then this with the Sacred Heart Congress is it's just a perfect uh, completion, as Pope John Paul II it would is. say. And you know, we, we all know and we're invited to go deeper into how the Lord revealed his sacred heart because humanity had grown cold. And then in yeah. Fatima, Our Lady is sent on this special mission to remind people of that warmth that you can exactly. only find in Jesus. And, uh, you know, what would you say is most important for people to keep in mind as we're looking ahead to the Congress? And how would you consider inviting them? To what degree? You know, what is it about your talk and Father John Paul Mary and just meditating on the Sacred Heart? What would you throw out there to people to consider as, you know, that okay. mind grabber, that attention holder? Okay, this, this, for all those who are listening, who are planning on coming, I want to challenge you to three Hail Marys every day from today um, until the Congress, because I always believe if we prepare ourselves spiritually. Now, everyone who is coming is extremely busy and all that, but I think if we just set that little bit apart, then as each speaker, um, you know, gives these reflections and then we we have the beautiful Mass and everything, our hearts will be open and receptive to that grace. It's interesting, before Mary appeared to the children, what were they praying? They were praying the rosary. Now we know. They <laughs> yeah. didn't pray, pray that very well. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, according to their maturity and their ability, I suppose you would say, and, and as children, Mary knew that she had their hearts. And so even in their weaknesses, she still loved that, and what did they yell across those mountains? But Hail Mary! Yep. And yeah. I think um, that's a beautiful preparation. So I would just say, prepare by thinking of the openness of Mary, in particular, and and the first mystery of the Rosary and that Annunciation. She did not know what she would be given to receive, but she did know she wanted to receive whatever God's plan was, and she poured herself out to in a totality. So I think the Hail Mary teaches that totality of gift of self and lets God pour into us as his vessels, whatever he wills. And it gives us each an opportunity to reflect on the significance of our own childhood uh-huh. and how we relate to the Lord and the Blessed Virgin and how this time around in Fatima, Our Lady didn't wait for the angels to go and collect the shepherds. Exactly. She went out and got him herself. You Good know? for you. Oh, I like that very <laughs> so, much. Um, you know, there's no, there's no compliment like a compliment from Sister Joseph Andrew. Yeah. When you hear that, good for you. you, know? you are so funny. That's, that's Sister, funny, everyone huh? down here in Columbus and those who will be participating in person and on air is going to be so deeply enriched, first of all, by your presence because it will communicate that beautiful love for the Lord 
but also um, that living image that you give to all of us through your consecrated life of being in the person of Our Lady as Mary, as Mother, and as one who loves the Eucharist. And it'll be such an incredible privilege for everyone at the Sacred Heart Congress to, first of all, just be with you and your sisters, but also to hear the words that you have to share um, and that instruction you'll give us into the ways of how to follow Our Lady back to the Lord. And um, you, of all people, have been so instrumental, along with um, you know all of your sisters, in really restoring uh, to the forefront of our minds and hearts all that was good um, and all that is good well, in the life of John Paul II exactly. and highlighting Our Lady and Our Lord. And yeah. it will be such an incredibly fruitful and beautiful privilege to have you with us down here at the Sacred Heart Congress. Well, I'm ready right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hon, I know you are. <laughs> Knowing you all these years, you're ready to go. <laughs> I am. I sure am. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sister, for joining us on air God here at St. Gabriel Catholic God. Radio. Thank you. God okay. bless you. Well, as you just heard, Sister Joseph Andrew is wow. very excited to come down and join us. And we are too. Oh, you, after just hearing that small oh. little taste, you know, you can't oh. help but get excited about having to hear what Sister Joseph Andrew has to say uh, with regard to the rest of her address to all of those who will be at the Congress. And, you know, after hearing once again what Sister had to share with us, there's a couple of things that uh, comes to my mind. The first is Sister so powerfully and beautifully summarizes the perfect way to approach humanity. You grab the heart first. Yes. And that's what the Lord does. He exposes his heart so as to captivate our hearts. And at this Congress of the Sacred Heart, each one of us has to be willing to give our hearts over to the Lord by bringing his heart into our homes, into our lives. And Father, I love when she also said how our Lord chose three different personality styles. Very much so. And, you know, yes, and, and, you know, because we are unique and different. No cookie cutters. And no cookie cutters. <laughs> and, but honesty, but sincerity. And so he wants us to come who we are as we are to really, you know, have that heart to heart connection and transform our heart. Exactly. And it doesn't matter your state in life. You could be that young single student in college or in high school. You could be that individual who's married and has a growing family. Or you could be that individual who's, you know, asking the Lord to bless you with that right one. You could be the individual who has just downsized. You know, yes, you could I be that, that individual person. who's in the throes of a very busy, chaotic work week or the person who's retired. And Father, sometimes I think because of being a little older, those of us who ha- can be a hardened heart, mm. can be- have heard so much tragedy or news or just life experience that we need to tenderize our heart. And sometimes, you know, the longer we get used to this journey that is life, we start to think, well, I've experienced everything there is to experience. Yeah, not so. And what's new out there? <laughs> well, the Lord, he's all mystery, you yeah. know, <laughs> he reveals who he is. But, you know, Chuck, what is it that struck you about what Sister had to share with us? You know, when she was sharing about the rosary and the three children, and even though they might not have prayed it perfectly, correct? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking of families and oh, yeah. how we go into oh, families, yeah. Father, and have the beautiful children there. Yes, yeah. But it's not about how perfect the rosary is presented. It's about how they bringing their hearts to saying that rosary as best as they can. Perfectly said. Absolutely. You know, she she really does, and she will 
highlight for each one of us there uh, and all of those who are able to listen to her words. She highlights how the Lord comes to meet us where we are. And, you know, and oftentimes, as all of us know, uh, when someone invites Sacred Heart Columbus into their home to help guide them through the ministry, oftentimes they're they're overwhelmed with fear. It's like, but I don't oh, know the prayers. that's a great point, Father. I don't know the detail, and I, I'm just uncertain of the creed, and I don't have anything. I don't have anything or everything memorized. And it's like, as Sister said, Our Lady met those children. They were praying as they could in their own immaturity or maturity, and she taught them how to pray better. And so Our Lady is going to basically just kind of be, well, not basically, or kind of, she will be present there, and she's going to captivate the hearts of her children who are there before her Lord. Well, I would agree. And for us, when we're going out uh, to witness the enthronements and doing the preparation phase, then the enthronement phase, we bring the book. Absolutely. Everything. Everything. So people can see all the prayers. They can read right from the book, the prayers, uh, the rosary, we give them all the instructions. So we're not here to confuse them. We're here to let them feel comfortable. But I like the way she said that it's not about saying the rosary perfect. It's about just getting the rosary, just starting the rosary. Just start do living it. it. Just do it. And also another good point as a woman, you know, as we go out into homes, it's not about the home. It's not about how the house looks or or anything. We we really are there for one reason, and that's to bring Jesus to help witness, you know, be present and help the family or business or school. Just um, invite Jesus in a formal, personal way. And also at the end, you know, sometimes people think they might have to have a party or celebration. They don't. It, they can do it any way they feel comfortable. There's no right Rejoice way. Rejoice as you can. Exactly. <laughs> I think one of the things that your know, sister highlights that I appreciate so much, uh, and I hope everyone listening will also take it to heart, is sister knows every single person living, every single person listening, every single person who's around has a very busy life. And boy, so does and she. And there's so <laughs> many distractions, and yeah. our schedules are so full, and people yeah. can look for a thousand reasons to say, well, I would love to be there, but I can't because of mm-hmm. A through Z. Well, sister knows that, and she's still challenging each one of us to be there. Make it a priority. Uh, and as you said, you know, sister travels literally all over mm. the world. She's always bouncing around. She's a true Dominican, mm. <laughs> a mendicant, always moving. And she knows the chaos, the busyness of our lives. And that's why she's challenging us to prepare for this Congress by praying three Hail Marys each day. A beautiful challenge, a challenge that could truly only come from a sister. Uh, father, <laughs> if I, Father had said that, people was like, oh, Father, you're just too so much. That was so powerful <laughs> when she said that. And, you know, you would think that after all these years, I would get that or have done that. But in a you know purposeful way to begin to do that with other times. Exactly. Is uh, really... To do that preparation. Really makes a lot of sense. Well, and it's a she introduces us into the practice of preparing for the Congress. Yeah. And when we do the home enthronement, mm-hmm. we have a period of preparation. Very good. You know, we go to the home on the first day. We leave you with all of the information that is needed to guide you through the prayers, through the practice of the enthronement, to prepare you for that last day where there will be that joyful consecration on the part of your household with the Lord. And uh, we are so blessed and privileged to have Sister Joseph Andrews' community of sisters represented here locally in Columbus at their convent at St. Michael's, where the sisters 
uh, run and teach in the school at St. Michael's School. And so it'll just be a beautiful privilege to hear from Sister. Keep in mind, Mother Assumpta was here a couple of years ago. Yes, she was. And spoke at our Congress. So we're slowly working our way through the foundresses (laughs) of the Dominican Sisters. And for those just tuning in, we're really talking about the 6th Annual Sacred Heart Congress, which is next Saturday, October 14th at Christ the King, from 7.30 to 1.00. And uh, Sister um, Joseph Andrews is going to be one of our keynote speakers. Um, and if you are just turning on, the way to register is sat- uh, sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. Or you can just show up at the door. And if you have any questions today regarding the program, you can call Scott Williamson at 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. And maybe, Father, it would be good for us to close this first session uh, with the Pope's prayer intention for the month. Well, as you know, every month the Holy Father shares his intention of prayer with the Universal Church. And this month, this month mm-hmm. of October, dedicated to the Holy Rosary, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, uh, offers an intention for workers and the unemployed, that all workers may receive respect and protection of their rights, and that the unemployed may receive the opportunity to contribute to the common good. So as we bring to a close this first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, we will entrust ourselves to the Lord's Sacred Heart, and we invite you to please stay tuned, because in the next segment, mm-hmm. we will welcome Father John Paul Mary will be another presenter at the Congress of the Sacred Heart. And so we bring this first segment to a close. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. 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 Fast Signs of Westerville, handling all of your business visibility needs. More than fast, more than signs. Online at FastSigns.com slash 44. Ever been out at a restaurant and noticed the people at another table all looking at their smartphones? The world has changed, and the majority of Internet searches are now mobile. If you own a business, give RevLocal a call to review your strategy so you reach new customers. At RevLocal, we personalize digital marketing to help you reach the people who need you. RevLocal, an Inc. 500 company for the past five years. Give us a call today at 1-800-456-7470. If you are a college-bound student looking for a school that will allow you to explore and grow in your Catholic faith, discover Ohio Dominican University. Attend our preview day on November 4th to explore Ohio Dominicans in-demand majors and early admission programs in the graduate and medical school and find out how ODU's education, grounded in the Catholic Dominican tradition, can help you connect your passion with God's purpose for your life. Register for our November 4th preview day at ohiodominican.edu preview. 
Kurtz Brothers Mulch and Soil celebrates 25 years in Columbus with the 25-25 deal for our loyal customers. Our 25 years gets you 25% off premium mulches and soils at any of our four locations, including our new spot on Frank Road. Use code KB25 or mention it when ordering to get your special deal. Three ways to connect and celebrate 25 years with Kurtz Brothers Mulch and Soils. Facebook, 61443Mulch or kbcolumbus.com. Ambleside Commons Townhomes in Columbus. Two bedrooms, finished basements with laundry hookups, privately owned and on-site maintenance. Online at Ambleside Commons. And good morning and welcome back to Sacred Heart Hour at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm joined here in the studio with Chuck and Joanne Wilson. This is Father Stosh Daly. And as we are in the Sacred Heart Hour on this month of October, we're spending this hour in preparation for the Congress of the Sacred Heart, the 6th Annual Congress of the Sacred Heart, which will be held next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, at Christ the King Church on East Livingston Avenue in Columbus, Ohio. And as we enter into that 6th Annual Congress of the Sacred Heart, we have the opportunity to gather together as a community of individual disciples who have brought the Lord's Sacred Heart into our homes, into our lives, but also to gather as individuals who are interested in learning more about the Lord's Sacred Heart, the application of His promises to us and for us, and to gather around several beautiful, uh, very popular speakers who are literally flying in from different parts of the country. We have Sister Joseph Andrew coming in from Michigan, from the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. We will be joined by Father John Paul Mary of Divine Mercy from Birmingham, Alabama, where he is uh, with EWTN. And actually, Father John Paul will be joining us in a few moments uh, live. Oh, it's going to uh, be great. To explain his talk and his presence among us. And uh, really to highlight the beauty and the power mm-hmm. of the message of Our Lady as she appeared in Fatima a hundred years ago, and how the message of Our Lady and her invitation to prayer brings us before the Lord's sacred heart. As we enter into this new segment, I invite you to join me in prayer. Most kind Jesus, we humbly kneel at thy feet. We renew the consecration of our families and of ourselves to your divine heart. Be thou our king forever. In thee we have full and entire confidence. May thy spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. Bless our undertakings, share in our joys and in our trials, and in our labors. Grant us to know Thee better, to love Thee more, and to serve Thee without faltering. Amen. 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 Chuck and Joanne. Yeah. Well, we're getting ready. All right, we are. <laughs> and it seems you know, like there's so much to talk about, but the hour goes so fast. Now, it, it does. But I think, first of all, for the Congress, our invitation goes out to everybody, whether you you, you've been enthroned, your home, it's, it's about then the renewal, keep the enthronement alive. If you're waiting to enthrone it, you're going to be able to go deeper into understanding the beauty of the Sacred Heart and how he is ready to come into your homes, and he's looking forward to that. Or if you just need a morning. And a, just a wonderful morning, Father, of reflection. Tremendous support, spiritual support. It is. We have exposition. We have the rosary. We have confessions. Um, there's so much besides the speakers. We have some organizations there. Uh, we certainly end with the Source and Summit, the Mass. And uh, the beauty of the Mass 
And then from there, uh, Father will be talking at the homily about the Sacred Heart today. So it's really going to be a wonderful morning. Uh, if you have any questions, call in today to Scott Williamson, 614-459-4820. And for a lot of you, we have gone out through Facebook. We've gone out through emails. We have really promoted this. St. Gabriel's done a wonderful job. The Catholic Times, meaning that this year, Fatima, 100th anniversary, Friday night at 7 o'clock at St. Catherine's, uh, will be a Mass and then a procession, which is actually the day of the 100th anniversary, Friday, procession to Christ the King. And then about 12 hours later, Father, we're back, and we will be ready for the Congress. Wonderful weekend. And just to clarify, uh, on October 13th, so a week from today, at St. Catherine Church, there will be a special Mass offered at 7 p.m., to commemorate the 100th anniversary of Our Lady's final apparition in Fatima. Following that Holy Mass, there will be a rosary procession from St. Catherine's Church in Bexley on Gould Road to Christ the King Church on Livingston Avenue. It's about a mile away. So we'll be praying the rosary as we move from St. Catherine's to Christ the King on Friday, October 13th. The very next morning, on Saturday, October 14th, confessions begin at 7 in the church, uh, and then everything starts to just really, I was going to say slowly ramp up. It's not slow at all. It's just one minute's quiet, next minute everything's going. And, you know, it might rain on Friday. It seems that there's a lot of rain. Our Lady loves rain. And John Paul always liked rain, too. <laughs> it always seemed to rain around him, and he always saw it as the graces. So you might want to be prepared, but don't be discouraged. And I think it's very important to keep in mind that... um you know, there is an urgency. Uh, There's an urgency to yeah. making sure that we are present there, that we are present there before the Lord, uh, and to renew our commitment to Him as His disciples, and to make use of His offer to enter into our homes, to enter into our lives. And, uh, you know, as we enter into this segment of Sacred Heart Hour, and we'll be soon joined by Father John Paul Mary Divine Mercy, we are so blessed to have that invitation to meditate on Our Lady and Our Lord. So, actually, I think Father's with us right now. Are you there, Father? Father Stosh, good to hear your voice. How you doing? Father John Paul, I'm doing very well. Hello, Long time Father. no see. Hi. This is Joanne and Chuck yes. Wilson, Father. So happy that you're coming. So excited. I can't wait. It's going to be a great conference, Congress. Yeah. Something of a homecoming for you, right? Didn't you spend some time here in Columbus? <laughs> I lived in Columbus for six years. I went to DeVry Institute of Technology for two years, and then I ended up in seminary to Josephinum, and I was uh, Father Stosh's uh, classmate in Cohort. seminary. <laughs> uh, Criminal so, and crime. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, we had a good time. It was, it was a good four years, and I, can't, I, I, I hope that we get to visit the Josh. <laughs> oh, I'm sure the Lord will work out, work okay. out that. Yeah. that. <laughs> now, Father, you're coming back to Columbus. It's something of a homecoming, and it's a beautiful privilege for us to welcome sure. you back to Columbus uh, as we enter into the sixth annual Congress of the Sacred Heart. Tell, tell everyone who's listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, where did your devotion to the Sacred Heart begin? I think, first of all, um, you know, any Franciscan has a devotion uh, to the sacred humanity of Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, you know, just by the fact, the reason, the fact that God became one of us, 
uh, God became man in all things but sin, that God himself, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, took on flesh, that he was given eyes, you know, mm-hmm. that he could see the multitudes of people that were suffering, uh, that he was given hands, that he was be able to reach out to those who were in need, and that he is given a heart also that continues to beat this day for all eternity. You know, we some people would tend to think that, oh, God became man, suffered and died on the cross, and was resurrected, and then all of a sudden he doesn't keep a sacred humanity. You know, that's you know not the teaching of a church. That's actually heretical. You know, Jesus Christ keeps his sacred humanity, and we would call that the hypostatic union, um, for all eternity, and that his heart beats for us even now in heaven. Now, wow. Father, these are these are all uh, profound truths that keep mm-hmm. us focused on the Lord. But, you know, there's a lot of people in today's world, as you know, having worked with EWTN, there's a lot of people who struggle with relevance. So we, mm-hmm. you highlight through your own Franciscan vocation, your priesthood, your own discipleship, that there is this deep-seated yearning for union with um, our Lord and how the Lord comes to claim us for himself through that union. But when, those, when, we, when you encounter people who struggle with just the relevancy of our Christian faith, the relevancy of the Sacred Heart devotion. Sure. Why would I bring something mm. old like the Sacred Heart into my home? You know, how, how would you respond to someone who really struggles with just the, uh, the invitation? Sure. Be- because, Father Stosh, be- because, Christ, because Jesus is interested in us. Very good. Mm. Yep. I, I, I think you know, that's one of the things that my founder's Mother Angelica experienced mm. in her own life. Um, as a teenager, she had struggled with um, her own life. She had her own struggles. At seven years old, her father left her, abandoned her and her mother. She had her own struggles with physical, um, uh, with the stomach ailment. And then, if, so some of you know the story about her uh, praying the novena to St. Therese after meeting uh, the mystic Rhoda Weiss. And Mother says that in that instant, on the ninth day when she says the Lord healed her, she said not only did the Lord heal her of um, the stomach ailment, but more profoundly she said, I knew that Jesus loved me. And she said, I knew that he was interested in me. I think so many people in our world today don't realize that the Lord Jesus has a vested personal interest in each one of us. And that would be, wouldn't you agree, that's... Um... You know, when you and I were in seminary as uh, younger men, Um, we were so blessed to be under the pontificate of John Paul II, and that was such a powerful message Mm -hmm. that he would always preach and proclaim that the Lord loves and that no one is forgotten. And, uh, you know, as your own mother found us, Mother Angelica so beautifully highlighted and made known in TV and uh, in print as well as on the air uh, that the Lord is invested. I love how you put that. The Lord is, you know, He's interested in us. And I think that's very important. And today, where so many he people is. struggle with loneliness, so many he people is. struggle with I being mean, apart. We, we live in such a world today, don't we, where we think we are so connected. You know, we have our iPhones or smartphones, we have um, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and some people are focused so much on just these impersonal conversations that you have over these this medium, even through email, and people 
people don't know how to have a heart-to-heart conversation with somebody literally right in front of them, right? And we can think that we're so connected, you know, oh, I have 2,500 friends. Well, do you really? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and, but is, is at the top of your friend list Jesus Christ? Mm. And, you know, am I spending time with him? First of all, because because I can't give what I don't possess. You know, the old Latin phrase Tosh and I learned Nemo dot quod non hobbit. You cannot give what I'd you say don't that to myself possess. every night before I went to bed, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You cannot give what you don't possess. So if I don't possess, if if I have haven't taken in and interiorized a relationship with Christ, if it, if it hasn't changed me, then I can't give that away. I can't give away something that I don't have. So, you know, in a world of loneliness, I think this is a message, too, that as Saint now, Mother Teresa, interiorized so much, and she taught by her manner of life that Jesus thirsts for us, even. You know, and, and yeah. that, that, that's a meditation that's even throughout the Gospels that Jesus thirsts, not only on the cross, but what did he say at the woman at the well? When he met the woman at the well, he said, give me a drink. Now, he was obviously interested in her, right? You know, he was interested, he wanted her love. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't just interested in a drink. You know, yeah. he wasn't just thirsty. Sure, he had made the journey from uh, the city uh, to Samaria, but... Jesus wasn't just interested in water. He was interested in her faith. In her whole life. In her whole life. He wanted her whole life. Yeah. Her whole life. Now, I have known you. I've been blessed to know you for now about 17 years since we entered seminary. Yeah, right. And ever time. since we entered, um, Father John Paul has always been uh, very close to the Blessed Virgin Mother. And his intimacy with the Blessed Virgin Mother, as well as his love for the Sacred Heart, uh, really, you know, caught the attention of Chuck and Joanne Wilson when they were visiting EWTN. Um, Father, you're with us on air live. How would you uh, best summarize from your own prayer life the beauty between Our Lady, especially as she appeared in Fatima, and the reality of Our Lord's Sacred Heart? How would you best summarize that connection? I'm throwing you on the carpet and putting you on the spot. Um, but, you know, just in a few moments, like, how would you best summarize the relationship between Our Lady of Fatima and the Sacred Heart? You, you did throw me under the carpet. <laughs> and and that's, that's good. You're, you're good at that, son. Um, Father Scott. Um, Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, gave the eternal Son of God flesh and blood and bone. By, by her, yes, by her consent. And this is so important in the Christian life. Um, this is so important that, that the Lord gives us free will, right? And so he wanted the free will. He wanted the free will consent of one of his creation, the, the greatest, really, of his creatures, of his human creatures, that is, the Blessed Virgin Mary, he wanted her consent in the plan of the Incarnation. So the Blessed Virgin Mary gives, by her consent, she gives flesh and blood and, blo- and bone to our God. You know, she, mm-hmm. she, she provides what we would call in theology the, the, the material um, means of our redemption. She provides 
the blood that would be shed on the cross. Um, she and if it wasn't for her, the Son of God would not have a heart beating. Mm-hmm. Um, be, be, because um, you know the 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 flesh and the blood and the bone was from her. It wasn't from the seed of man. Because she was, yeah. because the eternal God, the eternal Son of God, was born by the power of the Holy Spirit. So um, she becomes an automatic and very natural path for us, the only yeah. path towards complete union with Jesus. It, it is Our Lady. Well, well, if you, I like to look at it this way: we cannot outdo Jesus, but many try, <laughs> but we can't. And we, exactly. we cannot outdo him. And if and if. If Jesus, if Jesus is really, truly the Son of God, God the Son, He lived the fourth commandment perfectly, perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, if we say to the Lord, and I also say this to Him, Lord, help me to love You, or rather, help me to love Your mother as You do. Let, let me tell you, I'm not going to love Je- I'm not going to love Mary more than Jesus. You know, nobody. I think I think this is something that our separated Christian brothers and sisters, our Protestant brothers and sisters, can meditate upon. Is that you know, just for them to ask the Lord, you know, help me to love Jesus' mother, help me to love Mary as much as you, Jesus, and He will trust me. That'll change a lot. He will. Yeah. He will help you to love His mother. He. Because he 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 gave us her from the cross. Mm-hmm. He gave Saint John when when he said to Saint John, "Behold your mother." Um, he he was telling Saint John, um, basically to take Mary not just into his home to take care of her after he left, but in the original language, I believe in the Greek. It even says something like, take her into your entire self, your entire being. Everything that is yours, take Mary into. Exactly. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Now, your talk that you're, you're going to be presenting at the Sacred Heart Congress, the Sixth sure. Annual, um, it is coming straight from Our Lady as she appeared in Fatima. But we don't want to scare people away by it. <laughs> so that's why we're going to have a Franciscan from several states away come and present this talk. <laughs> okay. So why don't you highlight the title of your talk at the 6th Annual Congress of the Sacred Heart and the significance and why, why would people want to come and learn more? Sure. I, well, I, you asked me, well, what do you want to talk about? And I was thinking about it for a while, um, talk about the Sacred Heart, talk about devotion to Mary, and I thought something kept on coming up to me and... It was penance, 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 and it, and it wouldn't go away. And I'm like, oh gosh, Josh is going to kill me. <laughs> like this. Um, so I wrote it down. I think you were shocked you didn't respond for a while. <laughs> Those who are closest to me know that's quite normal. <laughs> um, but penance, penance, penance. I mean, what is penance, first of all? Um, I, I think we live in a world today that we don't do penance. Um, correct. Yeah. We we've lost the sense yeah. of what it means to do penance, and I'm not talking about penances. I want to I want to make that clear. That um, I mean, sure, we do penances during penance during Lent and Advent, even maybe, um, and we take up sacrifices. But penance really is part and parcel of the gospel. 
um, the Lord says, you know, repent and believe in the gospel. That's penance. Um, and I think, you know, in, in, the, in the spirit of our Holy Father, St. Francis, who we just celebrated uh, two days ago, his life was not just about um, just a number of penances, uh, um, but he truly lived the life of penance, singular, mm-hmm. not just penances, plural, but we need to live this life, and, and, and penance is not just a matter of, of, of um, the number and, and chalking up, oh, I did this and I did that, I, I gave up meat, or I, I gave up um, coffee, or I gave up soda. Sure, you know, we can give up good things, um, and, and that's good, but first of all, we need to, when we repent, when we do penance, first of all, we turn away from sin, First and foremost, we turn away from sin. We turn away from any obstacle that is pre- preventing us in our relationship with Almighty God. Most of all, keeping the commandments, uh, being faithful to our duties in life, our state in life, whether that be priesthood, religious, or married life, single life. Whatever, whatever is keeping us from the gospel, from Jesus. So you're really you're really going to be inviting all of us who are going to be there to consider penance not as something that is done, but as a way of life, as a disposition a of, of the heart. It's the gospel life. Exactly. The gospel life, yes. And, and it's not just something that is done, it's something that is interior. And penance, how would you best I, that, describe the... That penance is not just something that is done on the outside, yeah. but something that is interior it's a it's a conversion a change what's your uh how would you challenge or invite or encourage the listeners today on the sacred heart hour or those who will hear um the advertisements over the next week you know what are your words of encouragement invitation or even challenge to stir within their hearts that movement of the holy spirit to understand why it would be a good thing why it would be a beneficial thing why it would be a life-giving thing to be present at the sacred heart congress well, I, I think um, most of all, I think we'll be talking about enthronement to the, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus in your home, and, and enthroning your whole family, giving giving Jesus Christ dominion, reign over your life, Beautiful. over your family, yep, inviting absolutely. inviting Jesus Christ into your life, into your family, and and through I think these talks that we'll hear, Sister Joseph Andrew, who will give us a wonderful talk. And I'm sure you're going to be preaching, Stash, and and, and myself. Um, you have to put up with my words. <laughs> um, but we will have opportunities, hopefully, I think, right, for people to go to confession. Oh, all morning. All okay, morning. Okay, good. Yep. So I, I also want to invite people, maybe somebody out there hasn't made a good confession in three years. years. Yeah. Or ten years. Yeah. Twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty years, seventy and 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 so maybe somebody's out there listening right now that that maybe has something a burden on their that they've been carrying around maybe they've been too ashamed to confess verbally in confession they didn't know how to confess it they didn't have the words i even invite them because the lord wants to heal them the lord wants to lift them of that burden and just to be able to come to this conference and to just even make a good confession for maybe the first time in decades, I think that would be a huge grace. Absolutely. For them in their life, and just just to 
to let it go. And like, just look at Christ the King Church as a dumping ground, right? A very beautiful one out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a very beautiful dumping ground. Yeah, it's not, you know, but a, a, a dumping ground for sin. You know, just dump your sins and, 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 and come to this conference and, and experience, you know, what it means to be a child of God, what it means to be um, a brother and sister of Jesus Christ, and what it means to be devoted to Mary um, and, and live the Christian life. Father John Paul, it has been um, just a little bit of a foretaste you know, to have you with us this hour, and it's been a blessing uh, to have you as a part of Sacred Heart blessing. Hour. And uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we look so forward to having you here once again in Columbus, and especially at the Sacred Heart Congress next Saturday. Know of our prayers for your safe travels, and thank please uh, know that we are all so excited and looking forward to having you and Sister Joseph Andrew with us Very next week. Very much, Father. Thank you again for joining us, Father. See you soon. You. Okay. And as we have just heard from Father John Paul, you've gotten a taste from Father as to what he's going to be uh, guiding us into, as well as earlier from Sister Joseph Andrew. As we've entered into the Sacred Heart Hour on the first Friday of this month of October dedicated to the Holy Rosary, we look forward with excitement towards celebrating the 100th anniversary of Our Lady's final apparition in Fatima uh, back in 1917. We look forward to this with an opportunity to rejoice in her words of invitation to draw close to the divine heart of her Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, I just want to throw that invitation out to each one of you once again, regardless of who you are, where you may be, or how difficult your, uh, your life is right now. The Sacred Heart yearns for you, to be uh, within him, and he yearns to be within you. And uh, there is really, truly um, a boatload of reasons why each one of us could not go. But the one reason that has to drive us there is that acknowledgement of our need for and our love for Jesus. And Father, again, we're talking about the 6th Annual Sacred Heart Congress next Saturday, October 14th at Christ the King, from around 7.30 a.m. to 1.15. Uh, we ask you to go ahead and register. At this time, there's no cost. There will be a free will offering. Uh, SacredHeartColumbus.org, SacredHeartColumbus.org, or just come, just show up. And I think this morning has really illustrated, and this program will be replayed tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So if you know people that were unable to hear it today, let them know the program will be re-aired tomorrow at 9 a.m. And we invite everybody to come to the Congress. Oh, Father and, and Sister. this could be one of the best, Father, just hearing oh, the speakers. just hearing this. It just... Gets you excited for it. it oh, just, and there's ready. so much to meditate on. Yeah. And um, this is just a sampling of what you will experience at the Congress. So please thought, come. I, and I thought Father's right at the end talking the importance of the enthronement. Yes, and I know, Father, we exactly. have to close in prayer, but the importance of the enthronement. So if you want to close us in prayer. Well, the central message of this hour and of the Congress and of all of, all of our lives is the Lord. So as we bring to a close this uh, First Friday Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, let us commend ourselves to the mercy and to the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. 
Teach us to see you in the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.